Blog Talk Radio. All right, we want to say greetings to everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And uh, we thank you for this time that we have to come before you and share with you the things that the Lord has laid on our hearts to share. Of course, my name is Brother Hawk Bolin, and as always, we look forward to uh, just talking with you today and uh, starting our day out with you and uh, just uh, sharing these things. All right, so we have been talking about seasons. And uh, we've been in the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. And so today we're going to continue on in this series. And my prayer is, is that this has been a blessing to you. All right, so in, in the third chapter of the book of, the book of Ecclesiastes, um, and we're going to start reading at verse 1 again. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So what that's letting us know is that everything that we've gone through, everything that we will go through, uh, everything that we are currently going through, uh, that this says that there is a purpose for it. And I, I think that very, I think you need to hold on to that uh, if you're going to uh, get anywhere in the Lord. Uh, you have to know that there has been a purpose. So uh, for those people that are hurt, those people that uh, hold on to hurt, those people that have experienced things that they necessarily uh, didn't want to experience, um, to those people that have uh, been through some things in their lives um, uh, that they wish they hadn't gone through, whether it's fair or unfair, uh, to those people that have um, hated their upbringing or hated you know, the relationships that they've had, or can't forgive themselves maybe for the mistakes that they have made and the things that they have brought upon themselves. The Bible says that there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. That means that even when it's things, let's go and keep reading with, and we'll clear this up. In verse 2 it says, a time to be born and a time to die. So we covered that yesterday, and of course we were talking about things that we were born with, uh, the things that we were born with that God will kill in our lives. Uh, or cause the death of. Uh, in other words, those things, maybe our personality that we had nothing to do with, but because we were born to who we were born to, uh, uh, or, or whatever the case may be, that uh, those things that are not pleasing to God that we didn't take on ourselves, uh, this is saying uh, that basically uh, that, that there will come a time where God will uh, cause the death of those things. In other words, he has to do it in our, in his, uh, with his power. But also, uh, let's look at the last part of that verse. It says, a time to pluck up, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. And so that right there lets us know. All right, so verse 3, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. So what is that telling us? Those three things basically are dealing with the same things. But a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. So um, for those of us who have gone through things that we don't necessarily like, those of us who don't like the results, and many of us, we've been in relationships uh, uh, that we started that we didn't pray about, 
uh, we've got yoked up with people that that we should not have been yoked up with in our minds, and so we've caused ourselves grief. We've caused ourselves heartache and pain and having to learn to detach from somebody who we had gotten attached to. Uh, what is this telling us? That there's a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. In other words, even in the mistakes that you've made, even in the things that you've done to go against God's will, there was a purpose for that. you know. And um, I think about sometimes some of the wisdom that the Lord how wise God is and the wisdom that he has, that he uses in this world that uh, a lot of times he will allow us to make the decisions that we make knowing that we will be taught a lesson from it, even if it's a hard lesson. And we can pray to God, especially especially when we're talking about relationships, you know, relationships that we should not have been in. And most of us, we've done that. and We felt the sting of it and we know how it feels to, feel like we love somebody who could care less about us and and things like that. And then if we're not careful, we can get bitter against God for allowing us to even get in the relationship, even though God, we know that we have free will and we didn't go to him and pray about it to begin with. Uh, But I think about how it stings, if you know what I'm saying now, how it stings when even when you have are not with someone uh, or with someone that you should not have been with, and how you, you break up, however that happens, and now you feel the sting of not of being alone again, of feeling like you have to start over. Uh, you feel the sting of how it feels when your heart has been attached, and uh, it just seems like they have moved on, and and uh, you know now you have to move on, and you can know that this was not a good. Uh, deal for me. In other words, you can know that this was not a good relationship to be in. We were both not good for one another, even though we may have been two good people. Uh, we were not good for one another. And, you know, and so you go through this process of detaching and becoming yourself again. Because, you know, whenever you get with people, uh, you give a piece of yourself to them, and, and, and uh, usually it's the other way around as well. And so you, you have to go through this process of pulling apart, even though they may have moved on or whatever, you, you're still uh, trying to get, basically get used to being by yourself again and gather yourself together. And if you're not careful, you can get bitter. Uh, you can get upset because of the sting of it. But, you know, there's even a purpose for that. There, There's even a purpose for that. You know, what? what is the purpose? When you feel the sting of your own mistakes, in other words, those things that you have planted, when you feel the sting of that, then it, it, it really makes you think twice about moving forward, and, and not just relationships, but in any decision. You can make a, a decision to buy a vehicle that you shouldn't have purchased. You know, maybe it was above your pay grade or whatever. You know, maybe it's something that you couldn't afford. or You know, you, you can make all kinds of bad decisions, and then you feel the sting of that decision. And, uh, you know, and I've had people... Uh, even, you know, getting mad with me because I wasn't coming with thus said the Lord to them about something that they've already had their mind made up to do. You see that? But that's God's sovereign uh, will to allow you to feel the sting of the decision that you made. Uh, that's the thing. Now, we're all free will agents. We're all, God has given us free will, and 
we are going to learn one way or the other how to treat that free will. Now, how are we supposed to treat it? Bring it to God and say, Lord, what is your will? Not my will, but your will be done. You see that? And so when we when we feel the sting of it, that's God's really God's grace and mercy to you to help you remember what it feels like when you uh, get from under his will and when you make a choice without inquiring of him about it. You see that? And that's in, that can be in every uh, area of our lives. You know, hey, we all have to live and learn, and I've had to do that. I've made decisions. I've done things, and, and I'm just to be honest, there have been times the Lord have directed me to do something or told me not to do something, but my free will, you know how it is, when, when your will overpowers God and God's will for your life, you can reason in your mind, no, that wasn't the Lord speaking to me, and, you know, uh, I'm going to see, I'm going to try to see it. You know, you, you can come up with all kinds of reasons and excuses of why you're going to disobey what you know in your heart you're not supposed to do. And God will allow you to experience uh, heartache. He will allow you to feel the sting. He will allow you to have bad credit. He will allow you to uh, get in over your head, all of that. But there, there is a purpose for that. You see that? There is a purpose for that. And so don't think the sting itself comes from God. It comes from your own decision. See, you're the one that planted. You see, now that's what this is saying. Uh, there's a time to plant, even bad seeds. So sometimes that's God will use that. Now, God don't orchestrate it. He's not the author of it, but he will use that to teach you a lesson. What, even your own decisions, your own will, God will use it to uh, teach you a lesson. You see that? And so, I, you know, what does the Bible tell us? That, that the blessings of the Lord has no sorrow. So how do we know that something of God's will when, when sorrow don't come with it? You see that? When, when we're not burdened down, you see that? And listen, and we know when something God's will because it will, it will just, uh, we have the grace of God to deal with whatever we have to deal with in it. You see that? Whereas outside of God's will, it's us. We're the ones that have to bear that burden, and we don't have the help that we would normally have. And I think that's where a lot of people can get bitter at when they feel the sting because they feel like, I'm going through this by myself. Now, my question to you is this. How many of you, especially as parents, ever spanked your children and spanked yourself at the same time? You see that? No, when <laughs> when you... Uh, disobey God's will, and when you do something, when you make a choice to, to move ahead without the approval of God, then you are going to feel the sting of it, and yes, you will be the only one feeling the sting of that. You see that? You will be the one that feels it. And, and and you can't get mad at God because he don't want to go through that with you. You see that? Now, now, isn't that something? We want God to bear the burden of our choices. You see and so we have to look at what they said there, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Now, what is that saying? That when we realize, because there are a lot of times we come to the point where we can realize, Lord, I, you know what? I've gotten out of your will. I, I, I have made a, a bad choice. I've planted this seed. Now, what do we have to do? We have to swallow pride. You see that? We have to swallow pride. Now, we done boasted to everybody about the blessings of God, even though it wasn't God. We done showed off with whatever it is that we planted. We we advertised it to the world, whatever it is we planted. And we have to be willing to go back to the drawing board and say, Lord, this is not of you. 
I've I've known that, and please forgive me uh, for moving ahead. You know, we have to be we have to be willing to go back to the drawing board and go back. In other words, go back to God and repent. And not only that, but everyone that we shared this so-called blessing with, everyone that we talked to, you know, to try to because what are we doing when we when we call ourselves testifying about something that we've planted without God's approval? We're really building up our confidence in it, and we're really trying to get, you know, trying to convince ourselves that maybe it was God's will. If we have enough people patting us on the back about, yeah, 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 that's that surely is a blessing. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I wish I was that was me or whatever the case is. When we have enough people patting us on the back, what we're really trying to do is uh, gather up steam, so to speak, like the old people used to say. We're, we're really trying to validate our decision and trying to convince ourselves that this really was of God. And so the Bible says there's a time to plant. You know what? There's also a time to pluck up that which was planted. Now, when you, what is that talking about? That's not talking about, and I, and I love the fact that the Lord put it in his word this way, to pluck up that which is planted. Now, when you pluck up something, you're not just running a lawnmower over it. You see that? You're not, no, you're not just, and, and listen, how many of us have been in relationship, and, and this is what's crazy, and we still friends with the people we, we, you know, that we were out of God's will with? And that ought to make us think. You see that? Was it God's will for me to even come across these people or for me to even deal with these people in the way that I'm dealing with them? You see that? No, when when you have planted something outside of God's will, it needs to be plucked up. It don't need to be mowed. It don't need to be pruned. It don't need to be trimmed. It needs to be plucked up. That's the reason why so many people, you know, and I, unfortunately I have to say this, so many people, even so-called believers, uh, will have that person that they always go back to, you know, that, that person that's in their life that they always fall back on, knowing that they weren't in God's will to begin with. Uh, and, and I know that the Lord is speaking to somebody. Knowing that they were not in God's will to begin with to deal with this person. But because it's something about this person that they like, maybe they were very encouraging, all the devil needs to do is discourage you to get you to go back to what you were supposed to pluck up. You see that? And so we have to make sure that we don't fall into that. Let's make sure that we pluck up that which we planted that was on the outside of God's will, that wasn't according to God's perfect will for our lives. You see that? Let's... (laughs) Let's throw away the old phone numbers that we were not supposed to have to begin with, and let's cut off contact. You see that? And we, we can't listen. We can say all day long, Lord, I praise you, I lift you up, I want to be in your perfect will. But if we got the door open, if we we still have a key to the doors that we ourselves opened that was not supposed. In other words, in this instance, talking about seeds, if we still got you know, all the seeds, uh, the same seed in our storehouse somewhere or our storage somewhere. No, we don't want to be in God's perfect will. You see, we have to be willing to cut people off. And one reason why we can't move on to the next season that God has for us is because we still got the seeds from the old season. We still got doors open for just in case. You see that? Just in case. And, and I and I and I tell you, some of you, and, and this is where the Lord is going with it as well. 
some of you want a husband, want a wife, but still got phone numbers to people you were in relationship with that you shouldn't have been with to begin with. Now, how is God going to bring you into the into a, a new season in your life and you still holding on to still in your phone book and you done memorized that phone number, whatever the case is, and you, you can't go on to the next season. Not in that area, oh no. You cannot go on to the next season holding on to things in the in the in in the old season. You see that. You learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn from it. And let me make this clear. You can't even completely heal from something that you've been in when you're still holding on to what you've been in. You see that? Just in to the just in case or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You have to pluck that up, you know. In other words, that has to be uprooted in your life if, if you're going to move on to the next season. And listen, don't get bitter at God because he allowed you to feel the pain of you planting to begin with. When you've made a decision to plant without God's approval, don't be mad when you see it the fruit pop up of what you planted and it's a bit of fruit. You see that? Pluck it up like like the word says. That, yeah, there was a time to plant. In other words, maybe you needed to go through that to learn. But now that you have learned, and hopefully you have learned, then you need to pluck it up. And when you pluck something up, it is dead. You see that? It, it, it is dead. It, it, you no longer have to worry about it growing. You see that? I'm telling you, I've seen people over the years just keep doors open and then wonder why they're falling into the... And listen... It may not, since we're on this, it may not even be with the same person, but you keep falling into the same trap with the same type of person. Could it be because you still have that seed planted? In other words, one person's phone number in your phone that you were not supposed to be with could open the door for the enemy to keep sending you the same type of junk all over again. You may never call that person again, but just the fact you're not willing to close the door of that chapter in your life you give the door, you give the enemy room to keep sending you the same type of thing over and over again. You see that? That's not God's will. And then you wonder, well, why do I keep falling for the same thing? Could it be because you you haven't uprooted that seed? God intends for you to uproot that seed. He intends for you to pluck it up. You see that? When you pluck it up, when I'm not, and I'm a witness to that, when you make up your mind to pluck it up, then God can move you into the next season at, at, in his time. But as long as you holding on to the old stuff and, you know, memories and, you know, all of that, you know, you 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 handcuff God into moving you into the next season. You hinder God because, number one, you haven't learned what you're supposed to learn, and number two, your heart is still in, in Egypt. You see that? And that's not God's will. All right, so we pray. Now, I, I hope that I hear from some of you today as well that you will – Email us and how this lesson has been a blessing to you. Uh, the, the email is gtbministries at gmail.com. We love to hear your testimony of how God was speaking to you in this particular lesson today. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us. We pray that you will join us uh, again. Uh, and also, if you've been blessed, we pray that you will give out the phone number or, you know, to, for others to call in and also the uh, website for others to watch live as well. Have a blessed day.